Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, co-hosted by me, Zivi Owens, and Tracy Cox, who is the author of 17 books and an international sex expert. We are the duo behind the TikTok viral sensation account called With Zivi and Tracy, and you should definitely listen to this podcast in which I ask Tracy three anonymously sourced questions each episode, which you can also enter at www.sextalkwithzivianttracy.com and it's sextalk, S-E-X-T-O-K, to reflect our TikTok viral success. I hope you enjoy. Enter your questions on our website. Listen up, send it to friends, and please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Hey, Tracy, how's it going today? I'm okay. I'm actually standing up for this session because I've actually got one of those desks that you can work standing up, and I never do it. I just sit down constantly. No, I don't really want to stand up. No, you can't well, stand up. You just had a back thing. I mean, you're like Miss Positions, right? You're you you're like the queen <laughs> of like, suggesting all the positions of us, like you know, upside down well, and backwards with God knows where our legs are and whatever. So, um, if you're standing up, <laughs> that I can do. I can stand up. So my position of the day is to stand because who knew <laughs> that that sitting down too much could kill you? I, I mean, have no idea. It's as much of a killer than smoking and drinking. Oh my God. What if you do them at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I used to smoke really heavily. I still drink. God, I'm done for, aren't I? My my mom smoked like till she was 40. So I never thought that was cool at all. You know, when your mom is doing it. So yeah. No, my mom didn't do it. If only she had, then I probably wouldn't have done it, would I? Yeah. Well, you know. The things our our mothers do to us in good and 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 bad ways. Anyway, (laughs) off topic. Here we go. People wanting their sex tips. Okay, question number one. We should say sex and relationship because a lot of this is relationship advice. But Mm. question one, please, can you suggest a way to speed up sex with my husband? He can last up to an hour at a time. It's boring. (laughs) I get sore. He thinks it's something to be proud of, but all I can think of is how to make it end. God, what did you think when you read that question? I felt like who has who has an hour? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, seriously? And how often did an hour? I mean, I hope. But, it, but it, it's an hour of intercourse, not even I sex. Know, I know. I, oh my god! Honest like, to God, I I don't see see that to me is not impressive at all. That just makes me think: Why would you ever want to keep going for an hour? Even in my you know, in my twenties, I didn't want to go for an hour. No. Yeah, no one has. I mean, who has an hour and who wants to have intercourse for an hour? Because you don't have an orgasm from it anyway. And the only people who are impressed by somebody going on like that, men would be impressed. Mm -hmm. Men would be impressed by that because men's number one fear is not being able to get an erection. And their second fear is ejaculating too fast. And that's why men think it's really, really, that's why he's proud of this, because he just thinks, well, I'm not one of those men who ejaculates too quickly, not realizing that most women given the choice of a man who lasts too long and a man who lasts, goes too quickly, would absolutely go for the ejaculates too quickly. Now, 
the desirable time for intercourse, weirdly, is a really popular research topic, which makes me laugh. I don't know why, but there's so many studies on the desired length for intercourse, and it always comes up the same, between about seven minutes and 13 minutes. So this guy, that's, that's both precise. men and women. That's very, yeah, very precise. precise. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so max 15. This is men and women. So he's not just tipped into a little bit longer. This is like four times longer than yeah. the average person. And no wonder she's so sore. I mean, that would just be ridiculous. So I hope that she's using lube and actually stopping to reapply the lube because otherwise, I mean, that's tough on any vagina. Even if she's 18, that's tough. That's too tough. My first thing with this is, has she talked to her husband? Because this is her husband. Yeah. It's somebody she's <laughs> going to be with for a while. Like, if she, if, if she doesn't talk to him, she'll just avoid sex altogether. And I wouldn't I'm, blame I'm her. Imp- I, I'm like shocked that she wouldn't have been like, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I get it. it. Rep- <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> I mean, I'm amazed. But she obviously hasn't said to him, look, you might be impressed with this, but I'm not. So that's yeah. the first thing is to say to him, look, I love our sex. And, you know, I, I think it's great that you can last for so long. But to be honest, it actually makes me sore. And I'd much prefer if we just had sex for this amount of time and say 10 minutes, 15, 20 or whatever. Right. And just see what he says. I mean, you might, he might be relieved. He might be thinking, you know, this is how she's going to have her orgasm. She's obviously very impressed with this. You don't know because most men think women orgasm through intercourse and they wait for them to orgasm when they're waiting an awfully long time because most women don't orgasm through intercourse. So it could be that. It could be that. There are other ways to speed him up. So you've got to have the conversation with him. But if you want to speed him up, like just anyone generally listening out there, if you want to tip your partner over the edge, the first thing to do with a guy is to use a position that allows deep penetration and fast thrusting because the, the, the those sort of positions make him finish quicker, okay? If you've been going at it for ages and nothing's happening, change position because that avoids the desensitization that happens. Your face is a, is a study. You're just looking like, oh my God, how does this woman put up with this? I, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant at all. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I, I had were... turned the sound down here because oh. I heard somebody in my hallway, like there's oh, some right. like, okay. workman or thinking... something. So <laughs> I just, I was like, oh gosh. So I just turned it down. So now I think I'm just straining to listen, which is ridiculous. So it was not a judgment on this. Go on, please. <laughs> okay. Other things are up the stimulation generally, like tweak his nipples, you know, like play with his testicles, do bite his neck, do all that sort of stuff. Add some visual excitement. So play with your own nipples, play with your own genitals, put your fingers in his mouth, play like you're in a porn film. So just load on the stimulation and that would increase his tendency to go on forever. If you find all the thought of that all too exhausting, watch porn together. Now, men are queued up to orgasm very quickly with porn because when they first started watching it, they had to get away with it, so they do it really fast. So his brain subconsciously associates porn, watching porn with orgasming very quickly. The more noise you make, the more likely he is to have an orgasm because the more excited he thinks you are and the closer he thinks you are to an orgasm. I'm assuming that you're faking it here. I don't know. Maybe she's not because if she does, because most men will finish if they think, you're going to finish. So if she very obviously makes the the sounds of having an orgasm, generally men will finish up. So I'm intrigued to know what's going on here, really. It just needs to write in and tell us. This power dynamic or something is a little bit off in this relationship, right? Like, yeah, and like the the communication. 
That, oh, that, communication's dreadful. Yeah. But it just sounds, the other things just quickly is to add a vibrator, which you can actually make the orgasm real. And maybe that might give him the hint that you're not orgasming through penetration alone. And to add anal. Anal is a really good way, if he's into that, is, is to put a very well lubed finger or thumb inside his rectum. If that doesn't turn you on, press very firm, make an L with your hand and press very firmly up between his legs. And that stimulates the perineum and could also make him orgasm. But most of all, like you said, Zippy, talk. This, I mean, maybe she's really shy. They obviously don't talk about sex. Maybe she, this is his big show-off point of sex, mm-hmm. the fact that he can last so long so she doesn't want to bring him down. But it's, I mean, you wait till you get older is all I can say. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> you will not be wanting to do that when you're older. If wow. she's really old, I'm going to be so impressed. So please write in and tell us your age. Please. Yeah, seriously. And how often this happens. I mean, if this is like a, yeah. they only have sex once a year, but it's an hour. But if this is like a daily thing, I mean, that's that's impressive. It's like a part-time oh job. God. Even if it's a weekly thing, I think it's a yeah. part-time job. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, question number two. Should it take longer to have an orgasm as you get older? Men and women. Um, yes, it does take longer. And it's because of two reasons, because there's a drop in hormone levels and there is reduced blood flow. So for women, as you get older, estrogen is the main problem because once that drops, it causes literally, this is a horrible thought, but our organs literally shrink as we get older. How about that? That's a lovely thought, isn't it? So estrogen, when it's in abundant supply, it keeps the vagina moist and healthy and flexible. It keeps the clitoris, the urethra, the bladder also also healthy and functioning. And if it goes, and it does go, it could dramatically drop perimenopause, going through menopause and postmenopause. It takes us longer to get excited. It means that there's reduced blood flow. So there's less sensitive nerve endings, including the clitoris. And this is why it takes longer to get aroused, more difficult to have an orgasm, and it takes longer to orgasm. And the intensity drops as well. So that's all to do with estrogen. Testosterone is, they're not exactly sure what the role of testosterone is for women, but they definitely think that it affects desire. It again affects the blood flow and arousal. And of course, testosterone drops dramatically. By the time you're going through menopause, you're producing half of what you did in your 20s. And post-menopause, it's literally tiny, tiny, tiny amounts. So on top, it's a happy story today, isn't it? (laughs) On top of that, you have progesterone, which also is responsible for desire. That declines as well. 
And all of these factors make it harder to achieve orgasm and it makes it longer to achieve orgasm for women. Of course, HRT can sort out a lot of those problems. For men, it's the same kind of story. Testosterone drops, which means he's got less desire for sex, difficulty with erections, and reduced blood flow. And reduced blood flow, again, for him means the same thing. Decreased sensitivity, takes him longer to get aroused, less intense injections, injections, orgasms, ejaculation is less forceful and all that sort of stuff. The other thing with men is that most men are impacted by some sort of erection difficulty. So that knocks their confidence, which makes them anxious, which makes them even slower to get aroused and more difficulty to have an orgasm. But there is one good bit of good news at the end of this. And that is, why are you rushing to have an orgasm anyway? I mean, I've never understood this. I get so many questions from people saying, oh, it takes me ages to orgasm or get to orgasm. It's like orgasms are mere seconds, if you're lucky, a few minutes. So why do we rush to get to that? Surely the bit getting to that is the exciting bit, especially if you can stay in that almost there zone. So this can work. It's not all bad news. It can be a good thing if you turn your mindset around. Interesting. I read that there were these hormone supplements that are all natural. I, I know there's been a lot of controversy, but yeah, now I can't is, remember what they were and I forgot to even They're called bio, biochemicals, aren't they? They're, they're created hormones. Listen, I've heard, I was so pro those and I heard that they were fantastic. And then I've had a few friends go and try them and said that they didn't do a thing for them. Mm. So I think it's still something that's, it's not proven either. Like they wouldn't let me put it in my book, so that tells you something. And the book yeah. wasn't wasn't published that long ago. I wasn't allowed to include allowed to include it in my book for legal reasons. So there you go. <sighs> you just don't know all these things they come up with. They're supposed to be so good for you, then they're like all these terrible effects a couple of years later. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's difficult. Like the side effect for my antidepressants would have to cause like death for me to stop taking them. Basically, like <laughs> there's almost nothing. Well, they but... affect desire. They affect desire. We actually not all of them do. You must have some shopped do. around and got the right one. Yes. Yeah. Some do. God. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. Next one. I am a recently divorced man and have been seeing a woman for two months. All is going well, but she came over one night after seeing her friends, lots of drinking involved, and confessed she'd told them about the sex we've been having. I think most of it was complimentary, but she also told them about an incident that didn't go well. She found it funny, and I didn't. Am I wrong to be annoyed about this? It made me think twice about her. Oh. What do you think? No, he shouldn't think twice about her. Like, women— Yes! I, I, no, she didn't do it to hurt him. I think this is just how women process. I think this is normal. I think yeah. they should have a talk about it, and she, she should keep the really private stuff private. But if it's not that—I mean, I don't know. He— I think it deserves a talk, and if she says, and it depends on how she handles it. If she's like, I don't care, and I'm always going to tell my friends all of our intimate details, mm. then that shows she doesn't care that much about him. But if if they have a nice talk and come to an agreement and then she abides by that, I think do not worry at all. I totally agree with you. I think that it's a new relationship. She's excited about it. She was out with her friends. They'd had a few drinks. I think he should be, I mean, sex is always a hot topic of conversation, especially if everyone else is in relationships and you've got the new one. Everybody's so interested. Yeah. And quite frankly, if she'd gone in that environment and hadn't talked about him, I think that would be a worry. That would be a real worry. And I mean, I found this study, Zippy, that said, 80% of human conversation, I don't know why they specified human conversation as opposed to horses <laughs> standing around having a gossip, involves talking about, evaluating and criticising other people. Hmm. 80%. Wow. Of human, and it's probably about right, isn't it? 
So, I mean, it's just what people do. It's just what people do. And I think that maybe it was wrong of her to talk about the incident. I'd love to know what the incident was. But if she thought it was funny... He didn't find it was funny. You know, it, I think it was just her, I think her, in, her intention was to entertain her friends, mm-hmm. not to be critical or judgy of him at all. Right. And maybe yep. she didn't realise just how upset he was by the incident. Mm-hmm. And also my instinct when I read this was that I think he's taking everything very serious. Like it wasn't funny when the sex went wrong. It's not funny when she told her friends. And she did say, or he got the impression that she was boastful as well about this. So I think maybe he's recently divorced. He's maybe more vulnerable Mm -hmm. than he thinks he is. And maybe, you know, the first relationship is a bit challenging and maybe he's feeling a bit, like, nervous about what's going on. I don't know whether his ex maybe challenged his performance in bed or maybe she was a bit of a gossip and maybe there's some kind of hangover from the relationship before that's making him really touchy. Yeah, And also the speed at which it went to, it's made me think twice, maybe he's not ready for a relationship yet. That's true. And they've only been together two months yeah. The other thing is, I mean, most men are quite shocked when they realise that women share intimate details about sex because men's conversation goes like this. It goes like, yep, yeah, slept with her. Yep, yeah, great breasts. And that's about it. Women go into such detail. And when men, men first find out about this, because I've been the deliverer of this news to men before, they're really shocked. They are like, oh, my God, because they don't do it. They are really shocked. So maybe this is the first time that he's found this out. And it's really important that women do talk to other women, by the way, because men don't. And if you feel like you can't talk to your partner about something, at least you've got your girlfriends to normalise it, come up with solutions. So men should be pleased that mm-hmm. women do that. I literally just wrote an article about this called Behind Closed Doors, how it used to be that we weren't supposed to talk about what goes on in marriage. You could talk about when Oh, you're yes, dating. I read that. Yeah. But now it's like I think people are opening up and I think it's going to be super helpful. But what did you call it? Real marriage or uh, your tagline? Reality was, marriage lit. Yeah, reality marriage. In right? that, it's been this like black box, I think. Yeah, so. no one's ever allowed to say that marriage wasn't 100% fantastic. But, or but during it too, like what's going yeah. on with your husband? Yeah, like, yeah. Nobody talks yeah. about that. I don't talk about it when I'm married to somebody. I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Well, no one does. It's when the relationship is over that you suddenly turn around and go, oh, well, I didn't tell you this and I didn't tell you that. And, you know, in a way it's nice to be, you know, if you – if you know, if sometimes bitching about something does make it worse, sometimes you're better off just trying to look for at the bright side. But I, I think it's going to be really good if everybody opens up about this stuff because, I mean, no relationship is perfect. No, certainly, no marriage yeah. is perfect. It's hard. And the only and if everybody knows that, they'll yeah. they'll accept it, not not fall for the fairy tales. And the the media depictions of marriage are the mm. only things we have, and those are so not accurate. You know, so. I don't know. And by the way, I keep thinking about one of our questions from the last episode about what the advice should be. And I don't know why I'm bringing it up now, but Mm. about, oh my gosh, it was just on the tip of my tongue. There was one question. Neither of us knew what advice to give. Oh, the marriage that was, the relationship that was just okay. And should she leave or not? Because I didn't feel like I had that great an answer at the time. And it's like plaguing me because that's really what happens to so many people. Like, is, it's like, is this it? How good should it be? I don't know. know. There was one thing that I read that I just reminded myself of is I remember reading this when I was in a relationship that I wasn't, it was exactly the same scenario for me. And somebody said to me, or I read somewhere and it said, if you had to repeat the last six months of this relationship over and over until you died, would you be happy? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, that's a good question. (laughs) 
Isn't it a good question? Yeah, it, it, it sounds terrible, though. I mean, the way that's phrased, like... Well, I would be happy. I think at the moment I would be happy if I had to repeat the last six months. I mean, obviously, give or take a few scenarios, but 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 I don't know whether how many people can really answer yes to that. I don't, I don't know. know. I think it was just like the thought of of nothing changing or the thought of mm. I, I don't know the way that question was. Not that not that I'm not happy. I'm happy. Just the same six months, like. <laughs> How about if you could pick a six-month period? Yeah, right. well, that, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Everyone Maybe would not this six-month period, but anyway. Okay, sex challenge. Okay, sex challenge is you've got to have sex at a different time of the day. So if you're a morning person or if you always have sex in the morning, do it at night. If you have it at night, do it in the middle of the day. And what this does is forces you into a different style of sex because if you only have it at night, you're probably only doing it in bed just before you go to sleep. So that restricts what you're going to do, positions, all that sort of stuff. So if you do it in the middle of the day, you're going to be in a different place in the house. It's it's just a completely different mood, completely different style. And it also can sometimes solve the problem of mismatched libidos because sometimes, and I've said this a couple of times, but it's really common you get a morning person with a night person and they think it's because their desire is different. It's not. It's just that they want sex at different times. So that fixes that problem. All right. There we go. <laughs> that's, that's manageable, I feel like, go. for most people. <laughs> yes, it is, isn't it? I was looking back through all the things. You know, last week I said, is anyone doing all this? And I looked back through the last 10 and I thought, if everybody did do this, and I should be doing them myself as well, it is, it would be, you'd be so much more improved with sex. They're all good things. Can you things. do, like, so one she, of, I know you have such a great column for moms don't have time to write. Can you put, like, your last 12 challenges, like, in yeah, one document? I can. I can do that. Yeah, I could put all the sex challenges so far. Yeah. Yes, I can. And, cool. yeah, just to remind everybody, we are a bit behind on the column, but nearly all of the podcasts have notes. So it appears as a column as well for people who yeah. rather read than listen. So you will find all the notes there. Or maybe they but want to, like, print it out and, like, stuff it in a drawer or next to the bed and then, you know. Yeah, do it every week. Good maybe idea. we should make it look like a... Maybe we should make it like a pretty PDF, you know, like a thing that people can print. And where are they going to put it? Are they I don't going to know. Put it on the mirror or what? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, maybe anyway. not. The creative ideas are flowing again, aren't they? Okay. Well, I think it might not be a bad idea. The sex challenge. Right, I I'm think it'd be nice. It yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Put it on the list of things to do. Okay. Okay. These are not to do. This is like fun stuff. Maybe. Yeah, they are fun stuff. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Tracy. Thank you. I shall see fun. you next week. I'll see you next week. Have a great okay, time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy. If you want more from Tracy, she has a column on Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. So check that out too. Thanks again. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.